So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Well, listen here. Hello, and welcome to 90 Day Fiance MK. I'm Mr. O, and today, Miss H and I will be discussing the season six tell-all part one of Before the 90 Days. In this episode, Jasmine is live and in person in New York. Statler and Dempsey are preparing to caravan across Europe. Misha has big news about her annulment, and everyone is playing pregnancy detective with Riley and Violet. As always, we'll end with our students of the week, class dances, and life lessons. If you also watch Love After Lockup, you should listen to our other channel, Love After Lockup UK, where we're covering the new season of Love After Lockup. All right, thanks for listening. Stay safe and enjoy. Hello, Mr. O. Hello, Miss H. How are you today? Uh, I wasn't. I'm not doing too bad today because I had a three-day weekend because it's Jewish holidays and we celebrate those on the East Coast, apparently. Yeah, uh, we do not. Um, so I had to go to work today. So, right. Yeah. All right. All these people, I guess, kind of went to work, or at least they went to the tell-all, and they went. They showed up at the tell-all. Yeah, and some of them, some of them did stuff this week. Other ones didn't. Yeah. So let's start off with a couple of short, uh, quick updates. We got a quick update from David and Sheila. Uh, David is excited to meet everyone and see New York City for the first time. He has a team of interpreters and everyone greets him happily. They ask him why he used a donut metaphor for sex. And then Statler interjects saying that donuts are yummy and delicious because mm. I feel like she is going to be the person who has to comment on anything sexual. Mm -hmm. So David is sporting a beard and Sheila says that she doesn't like it. But David says he's not going to shave. So... That was pretty much their update. We didn't really hear anything else from them. Nope. Any comments on them? Uh, no, not really. Right. Not really. Uh, next up that we didn't really see much of is Christian and Cleo, even though I feel like Christian's going to be one of those guys who's going to have an opinion uh. about fucking everything yeah, of course yeah. he is mm -hmm. right but christian is excited for people to see him for who he really is because he thinks that people have the impression that he's a booze hound charmer or a playboy no nobody thinks he's charming no no, no. <laughs> and if anything i was like what about douchebag i mean right. that's what i thought when i first met him it's like you didn't mention that Anyways, Christian makes a comment uh to everyone how he feels so comfortable talking to women because oh. they are just people god that pissed me off you want a fucking cookie guy like what is yeah. this i just talk to women like they're people that's the secret god right he's just trying to grease the wheels and kind of like lay a foundation of like i didn't do anything wrong because you know that's where oh, this 100%. is gonna go it's coming up but i didn't do anything wrong but like right there's nothing to me that says oh this guy actually hates women then it's like well i just think that women are just regular people it's like this guy hates women like he has yeah, to remind God. himself that women are regular people and say <laughs> that out loud like it's an accomplishment like right. this is not going to be go, go go well yeah so speaking of christian being opinionated he tells riley that riley and violet are the most toxic relationship and riley doesn't even object to the label <laughs> Later, we find out that Christian and Cleo are still together. Uh, Misha is surprised that they're surviving, considering Christian is meeting women out and about. And Rosvin just doesn't think that Christian and Cleo are very compatible. Christian gets called out for being an attention whore by Jasmine at some point. And then that's all we really saw of Christian other than, you know, I don't know. This guy, he's going to interject because he is going to pull a very classic Ed move where it is to make everybody else look worse. So that way it kind of mm -hmm. distracts from the fact that he looks like the piece of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's also going to 
and, and we kind of see it in the preview. He's going to be there. I just feel like you're all ganging up on me. I know yeah. this is unfair that everyone's coming after me. Like, right. Which is also an Ed move. Ed yeah. does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should be buddies. Uh, okay, uh, another couple we didn't see much of was Rasvin and Amanda. Although Amanda is also proving to be uh, Ooh, another yeah, she's person. A, she's a piece. <laughs> right, who yeah. is a very opinionated and going to make her opinion known. Uh, no one is excited to meet Amanda because she seems so mean. So production, I swear it was absolutely staged where they like got a right number of people started having them talk shit about someone and then sent that person into the room because happened to Amanda, happened to Christian, happened to Gino Jasmine. Jasmine, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they immediately confront her about her exploration of a relationship and how that actually played out. Amanda says she wishes that the real her was captured on film. Funny that her and Christian said the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, they didn't see like the real me. She says that she was so concerned about how other people would perceive her that she just wasn't herself. It's like, how is that even true? You came off as like a super bitch. Like, if anything, if you were that concerned how people were perceiving you, wouldn't you go the opposite way? But all right. So she says she doesn't care anymore and everyone should just can just take it or leave it. Amanda tells us there are a lot of toxic castmates, but... This too. This yeah, too. God. Yeah. She refuses to name names. Rasmin tells us that after Amanda came back to the States, that Rasmin decided to take a step back in their relationship to get ready for something serious. Sean doesn't press what he means by that because she claims they're going to circle back. Okay. So then the other thing that Amanda, we've learned about her on this episode is that she's very religious. So she agrees a lot with Nicola's ideals and values, which I thought was uh, we, we'll a little. Get, we'll get to that when we talk about Yeah, it was a little know, concerning. Sure. Yeah, actually a little surprising too. But I guess it does kind of make sense a little bit why she seems so shy to admit you know, like her that she was going there on a bang trip. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it also makes sense yeah. why she got married so young, had kids so young. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. I don't know. she just it, the whole beginning part of her was like, just like the town gossip or the high school mean girl. Well, there's some people here. And I'm not going to name names right. that I think are really toxic and you're going to have to guess who they are. But they're like really bad. So, yeah, you'll have to see. Like, oh, it's just like it's like high school mean girl shit. Like it's awful. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, I can definitely see her being one of those types in high school, but <laughs> so on my end, the one per- the one group we had that we didn't hear much of was Tyree. I say group like it's that's it. And literally all we got was a bunch of shots of him laughing and going, ooh, after people because he's not in New York. Like he No. He He's not even important enough to get flown out to New York to be on the tell-all. So they definitely either – either he has had or production told him to pretend to have COVID. (laughs) Because they they asked him like, how you feel? And he's like, I just got a little bit of a cough, a headache. I'm doing all right. So I think they're trying to be like – production's going to be like – I think production did not want to fly – pay to fly this guy out. And then was like, all right, just tell everybody you have COVID and that's the excuse. We don't want to – we don't want to sound too cheap. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even think it's about being cheap, too. It's like, what are you really going to contribute to this tell all? Oh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like they'll they'll they're going to have a segment with him next time. But Mm -hmm. I think it'll be pretty short. um, Right. And there's really not nothing nothing to tell. I'm like, quite honestly, he's a pretty easygoing kind of go with the flow guy. He's not going to step in. Right. He's not going to be your Christian and Amanda who are going to, you know, be the shit stirs mm-hmm. and 
or even like a Statler who's going to, you know, try to make inappropriate Mm -hmm. comments or, you know, try to ask the difficult questions like that's not Tyree. No, but but you kind of I feel like they in in seasons past, they would have brought him in. To just make faces, right? Just oh, reaction sure. shots, right? Yeah. But they don't need that because they had this studio audience there this time. Right. And they got all these reaction shots from a studio audience. Yeah. All right. So speaking of people that get reaction shots, let's actually dive into a couple that we did hear a lot from. Let's. I'll start where they started, and that's Gino and Jasmine. So before they even arrived at the studio or the green room, Gino and Jasmine are, the top, are a topic of conversation. With the rest of the cast saying, well, that... Most of them saying that they are the most toxic couple on the series. Mostly after this season, at least, they blame Jasmine for this. <laughs> although Statler says she was no Gino fan before this season. So when Gino shows up, he gets there with some shocking news that Jasmine's here in New York. He, she has finally gotten her visa. And now she walks into the room and says, she's in America, bitches. <laughs> um, so she's heard. And of course, while they were bad mouthing like Jasmine and be like, Gino, you were right. Jasmine was terrible. You this whole time. She heard it all and she vows to give it, give as good as she gets. So all the others are kind of, you know, trying to play nice. Well, you know, we were saying Statler just goes, <laughs> goes directly in and is like in the green rooms. Like, so do you know that you're toxic? <laughs> um, but things don't really build much to that because they pretty shortly after that, they just bring everybody on stage. So when they get on stage about the introductions, Sean asks them about their visa and Jasmine says, you know, at first they postponed her interview, but it seems like it was some sort of, and this is what she was freaking out about last time. It was just a system error and they brought her in a couple of days later and things were fine. She passed. <laughs> she's here now. So they're, again, like I said, they're the first couple that they focus on. So Jasmine has only been in the States for a few days and it's enough days to think that Michigan is too cold for have God to have meant anyone to actually live there. Yeah. But, you know, like, well, it's funny because Sean is from Michigan and she's like, mm, I think Michigan is just fine. What are you talking yeah. about? So they, all the pleasantries are out of the way. They jump into analyzing her relationship with Dane. They just go straight to Dane, including some shocking new revelation. This happened like three times where they showed us like clips and then one of the clips apparently involved something new, and I'm not sure what it was that was new. Yeah, it looked really pretty much the same. Yeah. So I guess that the new thing is, I don't know. I thought they, I saw we saw this. It's like a video chat of her saying that Gino, Gino never wants to have sex with him. Yeah. Right. So Amanda jumps right in because she's one of our jumpers this time and says that Gino should, she shouldn't even trust Jasmine. Like I wouldn't even trust her. Um, and Jasmine says that this is just how she's dealing with her insecurity. Amanda, you know all about dealing with insecurity, right? <laughs> so Sean asks if there were any other meetings that Gino doesn't know about. And she says that she actually met with him before she left Panama. Panama. And oh, Jasmine just played this up really. She did did this on purpose. Yeah. Because he's like, well, I was leaving. So he proposed. Yeah. Having dinner. <laughs> Which everyone calls this dinner a date. And she's like, it's not a date. It's not a date. There was no sex. It was not a date. So Jasmine says under not a date, they went to a dinner. You know, he brought flowers and there was a nice card, not a date. And they asked when this date was. And she was like, oh, it was uh, February um, uh, 14th. Yeah, right. She just randomly knew the date <laughs> off the top of her head. Jeez. Wait a second. So the rest of the cast just becomes incredulous that she went out with to dinner with another man on Valentine's Day. So Gino gives it all, how can you do this to me? And Christian pipes up that says, oh, she's just looking for attention, which is where the attention whore thing comes up. Mm -hmm. So somehow some back and forths 
basically go go through and the only kind of thing that I caught is that she says that Gino doesn't have anything to worry about because she's had so much sex with Dane already that it's just not fun anymore. It's just boring. Yeah. We've been there yeah. and done it all. Because <laughs> that's how sex works. Sure. Right. Um, so, of course, this whole thing isn't really about the dinner itself. It's about her seeing this guy when she knows that Gino doesn't want her, want her to see him. So that's a good enough um, opening there for Sean to ask if the sex tape was real. Because remember she said, I was with him a month ago. We made a sex tape and it was great. <laughs> so... She says that from a month ago, no, but from a couple months before I met Gino, yes. <laughs> so oh Gino like asks – at this point, they're talking about the video. Where is it? Who has it? Did you delete it? And Gino's like, well, can I see the video? And everybody's like, why no, no, do no, you no. want to see this video? <laughs> and he's like, well, I, I, I want to confirm the date. That's it. I want to – I just want – that's what I want. So – and also, Jasmine says the last time she talked to Dane was right after she landed. So backstage, um, where um, we see Riley, like we see the other cast talking about her. Riley calls her mentally fragile. And then Gino kind of confronts her about the video, saying she needs to delete it off her iCloud. And she says she'll do that. And then Mia Statler, not within earshot, calls her a narcissistic abuser as, you know, then we see Jasmine like berating um, Gino about like you better support me you did not support me enough I need more support um, so that goes on alright so there was a lot of things that happened so um, much <laughs> I guess we'll start with the what what is the appropriate like a protocol for you know deleting uploading onto the internet sex tapes of yourself once you've broken up with that person oh my gosh like just get rid of it you know like there's no reason to have it, I guess. I mean, unless, like, okay, the reason to have it would be to watch it again, right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, I would be also suspicious. She said she's never watched it again. Right. Mm -hmm. But I would be suspicious that, like, well, why else would you have it? Right, right. I it's, would it's, also be, like, concerned, like, do other people have it? Does my partner have it? What is he going to do with it? Well, but yeah, you think, and that's what I think, especially with her, with yeah. what happened, with right. the pictures that she had, I would yep. be like, oh, no, I'm getting rid of everything. This, right. if this guy gets a hold. I do not want this guy getting a hold of anything. Yeah. Everything's out. Yeah. Um, because it, it, he has a track record, right? If he found it and was upset about it, he might leak it. Yeah. Right? We're talking about Gino, not Talk about uh, Gino. Dane. Yes, yeah. Gino, not Dane. Yeah. Um, and you kind of I, – I also kind of feel like you do it out of respect for your ex. Yeah. Right? It's a video you ostensibly made for each other. Yeah. And you don't want to take any risk that that could get out and hurt, and hurt him. Right, right. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that amongst other crazy things. Uh, it's just so funny, like, just seeing her overreact to things and then it's like, almost like embarrassing for her because she has to walk it back like the whole like visa situation right <laughs> yes yeah i mean i i don't think they're the the cast was wrong right i mm -hmm. think they're wrong to let's put it this way we've said it over and over these are both terrible people oh they're sure just yeah both awful people and like to the point where like i am not going to ask anybody and i'm not going to take sides in this relationship they both mm -hmm. suck right? yeah and there's no which team are you on? I'm on team nobody. Right. I'm on team yeah. they need to be apart from each other forever. That's the yeah. team that I'm on. And 
I just think it's funny that most of the cast this time was just like, Gino is forgiven. Jasmine is the devil. Like, right. all, all put it down there. We were over. Gino, we need to protect Gino. And it was like, Gino does not need protected. Gino no. is awful. Like, and it's, I'm not going to sit here. Why would we quibble over how, levels of awful? They're both awful. Yeah. Yeah. No, they are both awful. And speaking of both awful, let's talk oh, about Riley and Violet. Yeah, they're both awful people. Yeah. Yes. Another group where they're both just not good. So Riley says he's nervous. He says he's not there to judge because he knows his shit stinks. And to Riley's credit, I appreciate the fact that he hasn't been defensive when people have said things like, you guys are the most toxic couple here. Yeah, he's he's like, like, yep. Yeah, I know. Yeah, probably. I get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so Riley sits down and tells Misha that he has questions and thoughts for Nico. Riley doesn't like when people use religion as an excuse for their bad behavior. Specifically, he wants to know why Nico refuses to do or questions anything that isn't spelled out in the Bible. He thinks it's dismissive and hurtful. Okay, so we get an update that Riley and Violet are not together. And Riley, when asked, gives it a strong no. <laughs> Violet wants to share the truth and she isn't there to badmouth him, or at least that's what she says. Mm -hmm. We see the recaps of their time together, including Riley saying that it's common for Americans to hire private investigators to check what, out what? someone else's past. They're, everybody else is American, like, and right. they're dating a foreigner. They know they right. didn't do that. Like, it's so weird. Right. So Amanda agrees with Riley and that he should check it out if he was suspicious. Christian also thinks it's justified. Tyree says it's not common, but... Good idea. Yeah, for Tyree, probably I know, would have been a good right? idea. <laughs> yeah. Riley says that the reason he did it was because he's caught Violet in lies. Misha and Dempsey say they wouldn't be in that relationship then because there's obviously no trust. Riley says that he broke it off when he caught Violet in her lies and only got back together with her because he was in love with her and because she contacted his family. And I'm sure something to do with being on 90 Day Fiance had something to do with it as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Tiffany, Riley's friend, joins them on stage and continues to ask why, to Violet, she didn't delete the app. Violet says that she didn't know that deleting the app meant that she had to delete the account. Riley tells us that the app said that she was active last, which was two days before he checked. Jasmine thinks that Violet was just trying to keep her options open, and about half of the cast agreed. After, Violet says that she was just trying to check on Riley to see if he was active on the app. So they're both maintaining that they were just on there to check on each other. <laughs> I'm only here to make sure that the bad things aren't happening. Yes, I'm... <laughs> right. I'm here at this porn site to make sure that the porn is above board. That's what I'm here for. That's all I'm here for. Yes. So, yeah. Riley tells us that on the last night he was there, Violet showed up to his hotel room and asked Riley to keep it quiet that they had sex. Violet says it was it's a cultural thing, and that's why she didn't want him to share they slept together with anyone. Violet wasn't worried about protection because Riley told her he couldn't get her pregnant. Riley says there is science and then there are miracles because he's claiming that the medication that he was on gives him a less than 1% chance of getting someone pregnant. Violet says she took a pregnancy test and then she even took another one in front of Riley, but digitally because this is, uh, you know, when he's back in America to prove to him that she was pregnant. Violet then said that Riley wanted her to go to the international hospital, and this is because he wanted a doctor that could speak English. And she didn't want to go because it costs money to go to that particular hospital, even though Riley claims that he would have paid. 
He said that he didn't believe the timeline of this whole pregnancy thing. Mm-hmm. And then Sean asks what the ultimate goal was. And Riley says that he believes that she wanted him to commit. Violet says that he always finds a way to be suspicious of her. Riley says that he thinks she's capable of lying just to manipulate him. And then Sean asks if she's still pregnant, but then that's our cliffhanger. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I know, you know, last week when they were on the show, this is before the tell all and like it kind of came out like bits of the story, you know, like in the interviews, um, you seem to think that it was Violet who is, you know, lying about everything. Do I mean, still that's the only way that so? can't. She's the only that can be lying. Like, like oh, sure, if, sure, if sure. If Riley's wrong, he's not lying. Like, he doesn't say he didn't right, have sex with right. her, right? Yeah. He doesn't say anything like that. He's like, I just don't believe that that one time we had sex, you got pregnant. Like, and, it, it and, seems incredibly unlikely. It does. Uh, it which seems. In, it, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd put it like him in the realm of miracles, but right. yeah, incredibly unlikely, right? Yeah, incredibly like, unlikely. Yeah. I mean, especially when you say like, and he says like less than one percent. That's what they say about the pill. Like they always give out like one percent. Like yeah, so but people still manage to get pregnant they, on it. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. Um, but usually that's not just on one time. It's the one time thing too that gets a one time for a forty year old woman who. The medication is killing his sperm and it's like it, that's where it, it's the seem unreasonable. And I, I don't know that I'm really interested in the are you still pregnant? Because like we we're going to when we talk about it later, Misha and Nico finished filming a year ago. Yeah. Right. So she yeah. it, it, potentially she could not be pregnant. She might not be pregnant anymore because she right. might have a baby. Right. Like, yeah. They should wheel out the kid, you know. <laughs> right. Um, and so I'm, I'm confused about that one. I, I think his timeline issues are just that is I wouldn't be surprised if like we did all this and we found out she had the baby like, you know, seven months after he left and he's going to be like, hmm, uh, like timeline yeah. here with what's going on. Right. And so I, I, we need more clarity on that, but it just seemed, everything seems suspicious. And it's because both of these people are just suspicious people. They are like, I, I like. I kind of liked Violet enough where I kind of felt like I was giving her the benefit of the doubt, but even her explanation of the dating app thing, how it went from, okay, like something to me that's very believable because it's something that I've done, right? Where I delete the app, but not the account. Mm -hmm. It went from that to, well, no, you were active two days ago. Oh, well, I was just checking, you know, to see if you were on it. And it's like, okay, now you're changing your story, which I can see from Riley's perspective, why that's super suspicious. So which one is it? Because I I deleted the app, but not the account works up until however many months ago he was in Vietnam and was like, hey, your account's still on here. And she didn't go, oh, okay, well, I guess I have to go in and delete my account. Did she do that? No, the account's still there. Like, yes, you might not know that at first, but after he told you like five times that that their account was still on there and you didn't go and delete it, then no, that's no longer a valid excuse. Like that's no longer, I wouldn't say valid because it did bug me when Tiffany was like, that answer is invalid. And she was like, that's my answer. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. But it's not a reasonable excuse anymore to say I didn't know after you've been told numerous times. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Tiffany either because it's like, just get off this question, right? It's like, 
it's already caused conflict between everybody here and you won't just accept her answer, whatever the heck her answer is. And so now it's just like you're badgering her, but for what? For what? You're not going to get for another answer. You're not going to get a different answer. Right. Like that was my answer. And you can say, well, the answer is bullshit. Give me something else. And we're like, okay, but that's the answer. my answer. Yeah. Like, so. And, and so it, it does drive me nuts that they both keep saying, we don't have an answer for this. When it's like, you do, you just don't like it. Right. Um, but, and then when he goes, you were active two days ago. Okay. But now they're broken up. So she's allowed to be active two days ago. Right. Right. And so that, that confused me too. I don't know where all this, this, this sits, but like, I don't know. It, it, I'm surprised that more people don't take Riley's kind of, um, his, his, his MO for this whole tell all was mm-hmm. been like, wow, I'm going to get a lot of shit. You know what I'm going to do? Just be like, yep. You were right. Totally. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is right. And not, there's no fights. There's no things. I'm not going to get prolonged. I'm not going to say anything dumb. I'm not yeah. going to attack other people. I'm just going to be like, oh, you got me there, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and I think it's a pretty good strategy. If you're afraid it you're going to get a lot of shit, that's a good strategy. Like, right. Don't fight anybody. You'd be like, sure. <laughs> like, Yeah. If that's yeah. what you think, okay. Like, And and so like, I think he's he's pretty savvy. And so- I think both of them are pretty savvy manipulators and mm-hmm. like that makes me think that I have no idea what's going on here. We started this off with they're both pretty bad and they're both pretty bad. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, all right, let's go to, um, let's go to Statler and Dempsey. So Statler, before she arrives, we see her go into the green room. She thinks it's going to be a dumpster fire and she meets Misha in the green room. So she's worried about like, with Misha specifically and then Nico when he's going to come on about Catholic judgment over her queerness. So in an introduction, they both um, – in the introduction with, and they're back on stage, they, everybody giggles about whether Dempsey's place is big enough for the two of them. Which brings us to um, something that was unseen in the show the first time. And this time, I definitely don't remember seeing this because this cutscene was interesting. So they have us a cutscene where it's like Statler's first night in the caravan and she needs to rush. She's like, oh, I really got to pee. She was trying not to pee all night. And she has to go <laughs> pee. So she sits on the toilet to pee. And then once she sits down, she decides, nope, I, I got to poop. And then she can't do that in the caravan because the plumbing's not hooked up. So she literally has to run outside and poop, get it with a shovel and oh poop in gosh. a hole in the ground. She's crazy. So that was the thing that we have to see. We see the whole thing, like pants down around the ankles and everything. God. So Dempsey says that was a first for her. Um, she's had sleepovers in the caravan, but nobody had to run outside and take a crap. Uh, but during the whole thing and the scene, she's like cracking up at it. So they ask if they're going to stay at the caravan on the farm when Statler moves there. And they and Statler is like, no. Uh, but they have a big thing coming up eh, that they tease. And that thing for them is to live what Statler refers to as the ultimate lesbian dream and buying a camper to – a camper van to tour around Europe together in, which um, I think that's is it Christian that was like, well, then call me a lesbian then because that sounds awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I feel like it's too. You're like, you have a lesbian dream. Like, that's also every retired dad's dream. Like, that <laughs> is. Um, so there you go. So anyway, Riley asks what they're going to do for work. And Statler can says she can do her job on the road. And Dempsey is confident that yeah, she'll just find some odd jobs while they're going around. So that kind of brings up Statler's biggest hesitation with moving in together and committing like this is, you know, she's going to end up with start with a partner that's not financially independent because at first it's going to be Statler making all the money. And 
Um, but and also that this whole caravan trip around Europe is really Dempsey's thing. And she's just kind of along for the ride. But she's trying to grow by doing new things. And her one condition for the trip is that there needs to be a working toilet in their camper van. Yeah. So then we get to another deleted scene where, oh, this was also disturbing. Very deleted scenes were very disturbing now that I'm yeah. reading these back. So <laughs> Dempsey, we we kind of saw Dempsey using sage to purify Statler's crotch. Oh, God. But then we missed yeah. her giving Statler the egg-shaped crystal with a chain attached to it that she had to stick in her vagina. Um, so. Wow. And saying about to cleanse the spirits of like all the lovers past. So oh, Statler God. says it was very uncomfortable and just made her feel like a chicken more than like feeling cleaner. So that <laughs> segues nicely to talking about Statler's sexy adventures, which focuses on the wild and crazy uh, things like when she was wild and crazy and drunk enough to do it during mass in church, um, which just makes Nico make like a really angry face. Just <laughs> Um, very, very upset. So he says it's a very big, big, big sin. But when they ask Dempsey about it, she's pretty about these advent, all the adventures. She's pretty much just like, whatever. Everybody's entitled to their past. I don't care. Um, so at this point, they need some shit stirred up. So they bring on Statler's friend, Natalie, who I don't know if we even saw on the season. If we did, it was like one or two scenes at the most. Yeah. So Natalie says that Statler always moves very fast in relationships and after all she's seen, she's honestly not sure if Dempsey is any more special than any of her other exes. So Dempsey just kind of pouts at that and says, mm, I don't care about her opinion. It's invalid. But <laughs> Natalie thinks she's being very aggressive when she says that. <laughs> like, oh, it's very aggressive. I was just looking out for my friend. Um, but Dempsey is obviously annoyed <laughs> that won't say it. Um, but Misha asks like Statler if she has if, if she has any red flags and Statler says that communication is an issue between the two of them and she'd like to do couples therapy um, but it seems like Dempsey is not into that and they've compromised for now by getting more pretty much the self-help books another disagreement that they had was kids and now they say they're totally in agreement on that and their agreement is I don't know which is <laughs> that's the not dumbest agreement, agreement ever <laughs> Stupid. So, but it works out. They, they both agree that they don't know. It's so dumb. God, stupid. So anyway, Natalie is uh, concerned for herself because it seemed like they were both pretty sure before. And it wasn't until the relationship was on the line that they kind of retreated back to, I don't know. So like, like she even says kind of the same thing, you know, we and other people have been saying, like people literally put that on their dating profile online. Like you swipe left or right based on that question already. Um Anyway, so that's where we left off with them. So which deleted scene for you was more concerning, the pooping in the ground or sticking a rock in your vagina? Oh, gosh, sticking the rock in the vagina. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just it was super insulting. I yes, feel like, too. right. I'd be like, what right? the shit? Like she says, oh, her past is her past. And it's like, yeah, but you made her stick a rock up her vagina to get to cleanse her past. Right. Like, that's weird. I, I thought like, it was rude when she was saging her like the scene that we did see during the regular for season. Sure. For sure. Yeah. You're dirty and need purified. Like, it's yeah. 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 Gross. Yeah. So I don't know about that. All of that. But, you know, I think it's I wouldn't even be surprised if it's Statler's like ideas to do all these things. She seems like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. You Like you were saying, she hams it up. Yeah, she definitely is hamming it up and coming up with these like stunts to make them memorable because I feel like she is gunning for pillow talk. Oh, yeah. For 100 percent. Yes. She wants yeah. pillow talk very badly. Yes. And she wants to be like, somebody has to make 
broad sex jokes on Pillow Talk, it might as well be me. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So, yeah, uh, I'm sure she'll have her chance. I mean, Pillow Talk is kind of an interesting, it's it's not like one couple for the entire season, you mm-hmm. know, or a couple couples. It's like oh, it you could be up. on yeah. one or two episodes. Yeah, for sure. And we never see you again. Yeah, which is fine because some of them are really bad. Although yeah. I thought it was funny because they mentioned this care, this you know camper vanning around mm-hmm. Europe thing, and it was like, oh, that solves my, the visa question that I had last time. Right, right, definitely. Right, and so it's like, oh, okay, so that's and it's funny because I just think it's funny that that never came up, that it never comes up. You can't just like the whole this whole whole show is premised on how hard it is to immigrate to another country. Yeah, right. we're still just like, yeah, I'm just gonna go. I'm, I decided I'm gonna move in two weeks. Like. What? But the camper van thing, totally, they're never in a place for more than the 30 or 60 or 90 days that you can be in a place without, without getting get your visa renewed. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, so oh, we have um, one more. Misha and Nico. I have one more. Misha and yeah. Nico. So, all right. So Misha uh, arrives. When she arrives in the green room, she feels like she's walking into a den of wolves. So she tries to – she seems to be trying her best to be diplomatic with everyone backstage but is also clearly judging almost everyone backstage. So during their welcome, they tell us that they have not seen each other in over a year, but he's coming to the States very, very soon on a visitor visa. And that's going to have to hold them over while they are waiting for this annulment issue to work itself out. So they start their segment when we get to them by asking how the distance has been so far for her. And she says it's been very hard, but you know, they're going to meet very soon, like Sunday. So he's flying to New York. I don't know why he didn't, just move it forward and just be there for the tell-all that confused me same and then they're gonna go to minnesota and she's gonna have to show them all the american things in a week you know just like the state fair beer gardens everything so ask her how the annulment's going and she says it's like a weird tribunal that she's you know put made her case to submitted all the paperwork and she's been waiting for like 18 months now so christian can't believe it she let her let her leave her future on the hands of a bunch of quote-unquote old dudes yeah but both her and Nico were like, well, yeah, of course. What else would we do? That's that's the way it works. Like, didn't be, take the bait. So as a teaser before break, she says that she did get some news from the tribunal. And she, she when she comes back, she fakes him out being like, I want you to know, no matter what they said, I still love you and everything. But I was granted the annulment. Like, why did you start phrasing? Ah, still frustrating. So when I, Jasmine blurts out congratulations on the upcoming loss of his virginity. And both of them say they're ready for that, um, but that they're going to have to get married first. So Statler gives them a little bit of shit about that. And, you know, Nicola more or less says, well, well, that that's what's what we do for us is us and what you do for you is you, whatever. So again, they give us some more clips of them, um, a lot of Nicola's worst moments, kind of like him being confused about what heavy petting is, <laughs> like his missed opportunity to be sensual with the mud bath. And his confidence at being good at sex with no experience. Everybody has a good giggle at that. And Riley sets the over-under for him at uh, 38.7 seconds. God. So Sean asks him, makes him so confident that he can please a woman. And he's like, "Eh." but everybody warns him that there's more to it than just uh, the, to channel David, put the banana in the donut. God. So he says, it's not rocket science. And he thinks he'll not going to be great right away, but he'll learn. Misha is also confident that she'll be an adequate coach and she'll get him popped open, which uh, at that, yeah, I was like, Ew, what does that mean? Phrase. I don't like it. 
Riley also has like gross impersonations of what's going to happen. And Statler predicts that there's going to be a lot of Catholic guilt coming their way. Which <laughs> I believe that. I, I, I very much don't because like there's a lot of Catholic guilt with a lot of things. There is no Catholic guilt between sex between married people. Okay. They're like, yeah, do it all the time. Keep going. Let's go, buddy. More <laughs> kids. Let's go. So anyway, she, they ask if he's going to need the blue need to use the blue pills like Gino. And he's pretty sure he won't have to. That's not natural. So then to stir things up a bit, they bring in uh, Maria and Svea, Misha's daughters. So they ask, like, well, do you think your mom and Nico are a great couple? And they're like, yeah. So they ask if he's going to be a good stepdad, which is kind of a weird thing because they're like old. Like they're yeah. not like young, young, but they're like almost adults, right? Like they're yeah. 18 and 20 or something like that. And they say, you know, whatever. We just don't want to be judged. So Statler then brings in all of all, brings a lot of her baggage to the conversation and says, he's definitely going to judge you. They're Catholic. They'll judge everything you do. They're judge, judge, judge. That's all they'll do. You're going to want to leave and you're never going to want to talk to your mom again. So they turn to Nico and ask what he would say if they wanted to bring a boy back to the house. And he says, that's not my call. That's Misha's call. And he's not coming to marry Misha just so he can tell her daughters what to do. So Savas thinks that, yeah, you probably wouldn't say anything to us, but he's probably going to talk to his mom about it. And like, maybe mom's going to change her mind about things. So Misha, though, tells them that like, that's more or less her job to run interference on that. And they won't have to worry about that. So after some more clips about their dis about Misha and Nicola's disagreements when he was in Israel, you know, bringing back some more bad behavior, like you're more cute when you're mute. Oh, um, Nico says he when that, we come back from that like bad behavior clip. Nico says that he since apologized, apologized to Misha. And he also now apologizes to any woman that was offended by what he said. So Morea is concerned that mom, that, um, you know, mom would want to be around somebody that talks to him, to her like that. And Statler is concerned that he even, he keeps invalidating her concerns. Like I think she's referring to when Misha was crying and he was like, Oh no, don't cry. <laughs> Cause even Statler jumped up and was like, don't tell her not to cry. So then they trapped him, they really trap him into getting his uh, opinion on gender roles, and that gets backwards pretty quickly. Like things like, the Bible says that men are created for women, and these days men are becoming women, and women are becoming men. Oh, so gosh. most of the cast doesn't like it, but he's like, man, it's not for you to like, the Bible says it. What can I say? It's what the Bible says. Yeah. So like with, as we discussed before, there was one cast member that was on his side, Amanda. Yeah. He's just like, I think that's the way it should be. Women should be subservient to men and men should take care of their women. No one really listens to her, though. And then Statler makes sure that Misha knows that they're she's like, you know, there are other like less asshole, asshole-ish Catholic dudes out here. So, <laughs> you know, don't think that you just wait just because you've been with him seven years. You got to stick with him. So backstage, uh, Misha gives Nicola a call and she says she's nervous about the relationship because but at this point, again, it's been seven years and the only way forward is through. So he doesn't like that everyone is assuming that he'd treat her dog. He doesn't like that there was this assumption that he would treat the daughters badly. But he says he'll, you know, what he's just going to behave like Jesus. And then she gets frustrated at this point and be like, not every conversation has to right. be about Jesus. Yes. There are interpersonal things and you can't just say everything is like Jesus. That doesn't help the situation. It doesn't help the people that don't care. Right. Yeah. Um so you can't just say, like, why are you – you have to have better reasons for doing things besides the Bible says it, so I'll do it. Um, and that goes it. So, I mean, I think they really, really were trying to set up Nico to be 
like the big bad, like the bad guy that everybody was jumping on top of. How do you think Nico handled it? I think he handled it okay, but I also feel like he wasn't being super truthful, right? Mm -hmm. Like if he truly believes that men are the head of the household, but I'm going to let Misha take care of like make the decisions when it comes to the girls, that just doesn't seem right. I think like in his mind, what he how he kind of sees it going down and maybe he didn't like say it but i feel like this is what he's really intending is misha's gonna be the one she's gonna be the enforcer Mm -hmm. but she's enforcing what he wants because they're obviously gonna be on the same page because they're gonna be on the same page because he's the head of the household so Mm -hmm. misha will obviously go along with what he thinks except he's not gonna have to be the one to tell the girls that Misha's right. going to be the one. I mean, and that does kind of seem like kind of the way the the relationship was developing in Israel mm-hmm. is he he thinks, well, I'm the the leader and the man, so I tell you my opinion. That therefore is your opinion. Yes. And we will proceed from there. Right? Yeah. Like and then yes. yeah, and then you will tell your daughters what are what what your opinion is. And then, Right. I just course, don't see this going well and I'm so confused why Misha is just holding on at this point. I don't know either be, because I think you're right. I, I think he thinks that's the way it's going to go. I actually mm-hmm. don't think that Misha is going to try to turn her daughters into as devout of a Catholic as she's as she is. That's not something right, that she's interested in. Right. I don't think in. so either. Um, yeah. And so that's not going to happen. But yeah, it's like it doesn't what, – what, what is it? What is it we're getting out of this? She's getting out of this relationship. Like, right. I, 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 don't, I don't know. And, no, and nobody seemed to. Like he's not – you know, he, he, it's not like he's not rich. He's not attractive. He's got a garbage right. personality. Like he, he, he is a lightning rod for everybody around him. Like what, what yeah. is it? What's go? What does he have going for her, for him, for him? Yeah. I have no idea. I'm, I'm totally Just baffled. baffled. Like baffled yeah. on it too. Besides it gets her on this show. Right. And she's very much, especially because she's already a TV personality. Like yeah. she's not new to this. Right. She definitely comes off as way more polished, but I, I don't even know what she was really – I don't think it's notoriety. I, I feel like that's – it doesn't seem like her thing. Now, I don't know because I'm not a social media person, so who mm. knows? Maybe she posts a lot and she's trying to go the influencer route, but she just doesn't seem the type. No, I don't think she's trying to leverage the show into something more. I right. think she just – is like this show is fine. Like what I can get out of this show is mm-hmm. is is what I want. I don't know that she wants to because I think we definitely have the people. Certainly have seen the people, and we always put them really close to the bottom of our power rankings. Who are you are clearly here to get Instagram followers. That is the right. only reason you're here, and you think you're going to do it and sell your farts in a jar or weird God. tea or whatever and become like a multimillionaire because people heard about you on this show first. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. I don't think that's her. I think she just liked to be a mainstay on the show. Like, All right. and that, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we barely saw the others. So we covered them first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who of what you saw, student of the week? Uh, um, I want to focus on one of the other people. I mean, uh, I guess Dempsey. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't. You know, come out of nowhere and like out of pocket. They tried to get her angry and upset about stuff, and she just maintained her composure and just was like, "Whatever, it's fine." Um, and she did get kind of lucky that most of the 
most of the kind of editorial decision was to like Statler and her wacky sex talk. Like, so right. we'll stick with that. So, yeah. You know. I went with Riley. Um, who would have thought that Riley would have been know, super right? weak at all? But I, I did think that his strategy of going in and just be like, yep, I was wrong. Like, it was a smart way of shutting down, like, the haters. Yeah, it was. It's like, how can you really hate on somebody who's like, yep. Yep, you're right. <laughs> you're right. That's exactly correct. Yeah. yeah. All right. What about your dunce? Um, I'm... I, I think I'm going to go with with Nico um, just because and it was I didn't really think about what it was about it, that it was like until Misha said it at the end. Like, yeah, dude, you have to have another reason for doing something at some point that isn't that's what the Bible says. Right. I mean, to the point where he just seems like, oh, do you want, you know, milk and sugar in your coffee? And he's like, well, I'll just take cream and no sugar because that's what the Bible says. It's like, what? It doesn't, though. What, what do you just make a decision for yourself? Be a person that isn't just like, you know, uh, a reiterator of things that may or may not even be in this book. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And I think that's what kind of turns him off of a lot of people, you know, is the fact that it's just like, like she said, not everything has to be a sermon. Mm -hmm. And it's like it is. He feels like he has to like shove this religion down everybody's throat everything has to come back to it and it's like i believe that you can be you know like a witness uh, example you know to other people without having it to only be that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like there is zero dimension to this guy so right yeah right. i'm gonna agree with you on dunce all right so life lesson and my life lesson actually i kind of was thinking of statler because i feel like statler specifically was the one who kind of Spoke up the most um, mm -hmm. during other people's segments, which is always it's necessary to keep these things a little more lively, but also makes you kind of net like the person who did it. Yeah. Um, but for her specifically is you have to stop bringing your past to other people's situations. Sure. Like she 100 percent was primed and ready to come after Nico and Misha because she hates her mom. <laughs> like, yeah. and her mom is her mom I think is Catholic and had like this these things and things that her mom did to her and she's just like that's what Catholics do and these guys I'm gonna get them and she just brought all of her baggage with her to, to somebody else's fight yeah uh, my life lesson is for Christian and Amanda like <laughs> you know if you do not like the way that you were portrayed and like showing the real you I don't know if you're going to get the same, like, you're not going to get any different of an impression if you have the same people who are editing you. So just temper your expectations here. <laughs> right. Even if you came up, when you come off to the tell-all, the people that gave you the bad, but I don't think either of them, I think Christian was a little bit of a bad edit. Mm -hmm. Amanda was more like, oh man, I tried so hard to make it sound like I wasn't moving on too fast for my dead husband that I came off yeah. as a cold bitch. But then everything she did in the tell-all made her sound like a cold bitch. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it did not help. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so uh, we will be back again next week with the same group. Maybe get a couple more uh, questions answered. Yeah, probably start with Riley and then run through the other people. Yeah, yeah, it seems like it. All right, so we'll be back again this time next week then. All right, see everybody then. Okay, until then. All right, okay. All right, bye. bye. bye.